So it's more like your art gallery space these days, the editorial. You can really experiment. On this episode of Blazin, I'm talking to Eva, who is an art director and has been working in the creative industry for 25 years. She works predominantly as a fashion art director, creating editorials for magazines and advertisements for brands. I start my so-called career very early when I was just uh, 19 years old. So it's been already 25 years of professional experience in creative industry for me. I work predominantly as a fashion art director, or you could call it a photo art director, uh, which means creating editorials for the magazines or advertisements for the brands. Sometimes I do use my art directing or styling expertise, working as well on the movie, video, or TV sets. And now, well, privately, I'm a poet, free hand drawing artist, uh, and I'm much into free flow and uh, meditative dance. Uh, currently, uh, a part of my art directing job, I'm developing a studio concept, which incorporates uh, all my passions and talents. Uh, last year, I spent the time to study a few subjects, and uh, right now I'm finishing accreditation courses, which uh, will enable me to start my Matt therapy studio. Matt standing here for music, art, dance, <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh, that does not mean I'm, I'm leaving behind my art directing job. Um, I'm <laughs> way too passionate about it. Fashion editorials and campaigns will always be my favorite creative outlets. And actually, uh, well, I do also on-site a photographic course. So I would rather expect only the expansion in that area. So for people who are new to the industry, how would you describe art direction to them? Sure. With art direction, it's a little bit of a confusion because basically when you say that you are a director, people would, would associate it with a graphic design uh, because that's, uh, that's more common understanding of that role. But art directing or fashion art director or photo art director, it's a, bit of a different role. It's like, a, I would describe it as a film director and a script writer and an editor in one, but on the fashion photography set or advertising set. So. It's very different because uh, you don't really deal with post-production in a graphic designer where you, you would oversee it. Uh, so it, it has not much to do with this kind of art directing. So like a photo art director or fashion art director, you need to be really focused on, uh, well, so many creative aspects, communicate on so many business levels, marketing levels. Um, you need to uh, keep the vision, obviously, all the time clear. Uh, atmosphere on the set, uh, everything um, needs to be within time and budget. So uh, as much as it's creative role, it is uh, involving as well a lot of uh, communicative aspects. And it's a bit different to what people would imagine or like when you usually say uh, refer to our director. Right. Our director has a very lengthy process of, of creating. So like, for example, for me, I would come, uh, I would start a project few weeks before and uh, I would finish a few days after and that will involve so many processes which we can uh, discuss more in detail if you're interested. When you approach a new commission what is your process and what are the stages involved? Right so I work closely with the brands through the creative process uh, from campaigns to entire visual overalls and once briefed I will uh, concept the execution and strategy curate a team cast direct 
create and deliver, but it is like, okay, this is one sentence, but yeah, the, the process is quite lengthy. So let's say that it is commercial project. So I've been briefed that there's a few meetings involved, marketing, uh, project manager, sometimes buying teams. So uh, yeah, I would start this few weeks before once I'm briefed, uh, right. I would do my research, I would develop the concept. Develop the concept means that I would add to the general concept with certain visual flavors, uh, ideas, which uh, which may develop the story, the, uh, the feeling. And uh, you usually do it for the mood boarding. Uh, which is my favorite uh, part. <laughs> right. It can be it can be maddening thought because you are like when you mood board, you do source different photographic images to tell the story to your uh, team. So sometimes it's quite maddening when you have something in your head and you're going through Pinterest or other creative sources and you cannot find the right picture to, to, to put it into the mood board. But uh, luckily I, I am a freehand drawing artist so I can sometimes <laughs> just <Perfect>. draw it. <laughs> right, amazing. Um, yeah, the mood boarding, uh, the mood boarding would, uh, would as well involve few stages to it because you do what with the mood boards you need to you need to think about the stylist about the photographer to the photographer you speak through the light through the moods to the stylist uh, you speak through the trends for the colors and so on so you you i would put within my mood boards uh fashion files or the photography notes uh light notes and so on once I have the mood boards, I would usually try to meet the core members of the team, which for me would be a photographer and a stylist, producer most probably as well, because it's so many things to, to discuss. But um, usually with producer, I would just email <laughs> for right. them back. But uh, I do, do like to meet with, with, uh, with my fellow creatives because... Then actually, when you're discussing the mood boards, you sometimes see that somebody uh, sees things differently. So it's good to discuss. Maybe there is some additional ideas to, to incorporate uh, a little brainstorming. Uh, with the stylist as well, it's great to, to keep a track of what she is sourcing. So you don't end up in the end, I mean, on the day of the shoot, uh, surprised. <laughs> right. So, then, yeah, well, then it's uh, location uh, recce or studio uh, check sourcing. So depending on the on the shoot with the location recce, this is uh, usually uh, as well a bit of a process because you need to go for a location ahead. It depends sometimes when I was traveling to Africa or Miami, which I was uh, last few years a lot. I would uh, come a few days before to do the location recce, which I would pre-select <laughs> with the right. producer uh, before the shoot. So, you know, when I'm there already, uh, it is a schedule for the re uh, recce. And then we uh, usually uh, dedicate a day for it. And then there is a casting. <laughs> That's very important. Casting right. as well, I would start, depends on the project, but at least a week before, sometimes a month before it depends on the yeah on, on the scale of the project and then i would still when when traveling i would still probably make a live castings with with pre-selected models right. to make sure that uh, that is the right model perfect and then it's shooting and then it's shooting <laughs> and it's a lot of art directing on set it's a lot of uh, communication it's a lot of focus uh, from my side and uh, well yes the shoot day is a special day, you know, everything uh, needs to flow. So for me as an art director, I do pay special attention 
for our prep stage. I would be really trying to put everything in place, everybody on the same page. Uh, I would, for example, for uh, big projects, when I have like 12 days of shoot, I would prepare special detail uh, shoot plans, which you usually do, but I have my own uh, format for it. So I would just prepare them so and then hand it to all my team members. So nobody's actually coming with, uh, I don't want to say silly questions, but uh, questions and questions which which could be easily checked uh, in the document because I I need to be so focused (laughs) once on the set. So yeah, that's uh, that's more. And then you have an edit. Once you finish the the shooting, you usually on the day of the shoot, you already do the pre-edit. Then you do the edit and mood boarding for the client, for the presentation. So you would uh, make a final edit, let's say from all these pictures, just 15, and uh, put like a visual story presentation so the client can feel it and uh, yeah, see properly. From an art director's point of view, on the day of a fashion shoot, how do you work with other creatives? How does that relationship actually work on the days when it comes to working with a photographer, working with the stylist? You, you alluded to having a document that you, that you prepare ahead of time, but when you're at the shoot, how does that play out? Yes, okay. So this is uh, actually the relationships which you're forming to create the successful shoot is quite important. So that's why I mentioned that I try and strive to, to meet a photographer yeah. uh, and a stylist on, uh, before I had the shoot. Usually yeah. there are people who I know already because I worked with them and right. they kind of proved, but sometimes you do end up with, uh, with people who are new to your team. And then, then, then I definitely would try to make a meeting ahead because their relationship, I would say, uh, between especially photographer and our director is... <sighs> It's quite intimate in a way, uh, in, in that sense that you just really have to, you, you are like a, a left brain to, or right uh, part of brain to, to, to the yeah. photographer. And yeah. uh, before it was, uh, it was not really much of our directing, photo art directing on the uh, photographic, fashion photographic sets. There were, the photographer would assume all the creative vision since about, 15, 20 years, the dynamic on the set has changed massively. You have art directors, which are a creative head of the project, and they have uh, actually the responsibility. But then you have a photographer who has a massive input for it. Uh, so you really need to be in a great communication with the photographer, into flow. You need to both understand where you're going with, with the project. And what I do, I mean, it's, it's quite funny because uh, when people meet me privately, hang out with me, or even uh, we are on the creative meetings ahead of the shoot, I'm quite bubbly and a rather loud personality. But then on the set, I notice, and people notice most of it, I'm very, uh, I have a very quiet style of our directing right. because of... Uh, all the detailed preparation uh, I already invested in and the meetings, I don't, I don't feel like I'm on the set and I, I just need to <laughs> communicate in, in some loud way because everything was already said. Only when I see that things are slipping out or right. uh, then I would, I, would, I would step in and not in the shouty way through, through the set from behind my screen 
in a kind of uh, intimidating way, which some art directors do. Uh, I would I would really try to uh, just have a minute with a photographer uh, or a stylist or somebody who who need to be talk to and and then just and just remind them with the mood boards where we're we going what we can change uh that maybe here is a is a time for for changing the light because it doesn't work or you know the, the sort of angles doesn't work so you know obviously you do uh, you do comment from behind your screen but like i would do it in a quite uh quiet manner to not intimidate anybody i like i like to have a very um nice atmosphere on the set i believe it really reflect also on the product later when i'm working with the stylist it's quite interesting because i have a quite a lot of experience with styling myself i can communicate easily and i can as well step in hands-on if there is a need for that yeah so yes it's, it's very it's very interesting to have as well this responsibility on the set of setting the mood and atmosphere on the set. And I, I believe that the attitude of photographer can right. really affect that. When you're approaching a project, is there a difference when approaching an editorial versus a commercial project? Yes, uh, there are many differences in approach, actually. Let's start from the fact that when working for the client, I usually would dev develop the event brief, sticking to the brand identity and working around all marketing and business principles. Right. Uh, with an editorial work, I mostly draw from my imagination. The starting point could be a piece of my poetry, some culture, term which got under my skin or even the discussion I just had. So it's more like your art gallery space these days, the editorial. You can really experiment right. and you can really um, let yourself for creative freedom. You don't have to, you, you wouldn't hear me, for example, on an editorial set calling uh, to the photographer that um, we need to have a whole look or a detail on the blouse, which obviously right. would be my focus on the commercial shoot. Yeah. Um, so you have to take all these elements in account on the commercial shoot, Why on the editorial is a free flow, I would say. And there is also as well, uh, well, I would say uh, the main difference uh, would be as well that uh, there is a budget versus no budget or a small budget. Uh, usually on the commercial shoots, you do have a uh, budget, production budget, uh, so you can just plan things and execute them. While on editorial, it is unless you are being commissioned by a big magazine who is actually paying for the production and paying the team. Right. Most of the time for independent magazines these days, it's like, as, as I said, it's like more like art gallery space for us uh, creatives. So yeah. you actually end up working on your budget. And that's can prove both demanding, but as well, very, you know, you end up being very creative, even more creative than usual, you know, when you don't have a certain source of money for certain things and you need to come up with something, you actually, your brain can come up with such a great ideas. So it's, it's, uh, it's all good, uh, but yeah, it does affect as well sourcing the team. Because for example, when I have a call to a team uh, for a commercial project, which is paid project, I have uh, most probably most of these people would say yes, uh, unless they are busy on the day. Why on the editorial project, as is unpaid most of the time, uh, and, and you have to invest uh, sometimes your money and uh, time and your talent, people would, uh, would be more careful with agreeing to come on to your editorial project. Uh, also casting. 
it's another difference. Uh, when you do the commercial shoot, you, you, you're just sourcing commercial faces, unless on the brief you want, they want an editorial face. Uh, because usually between us, art directors, stylists, photographers, we do have, and even in agencies, you have a commercial and editorial faces. So with the casting, for example, I would go for different types uh, for editorial it, uh, and for commercial. And also I would say the time when I'm sourcing, when I'm having a, a casting call would be completely different because if, if I am trying to get uh, some model for a commercial uh, set, I would definitely book it and everything would be sorted a week before, surely. Sometimes as I said weeks before. Right. And with editorials, actually, you end up, you may have your favorite times and put on them the marks, but then you end up actually having a final decision the day or sometimes, well, if you're lucky, a week before uh, the editorial shoot. And you also end up sourcing from new faces for editorials, which is, uh, I love it. So yeah, <laughs> I don't absolutely. mind it. So yeah, there are uh, quite a few differences. What, uh, what else would it be? I guess uh, that's the, the core of the differences. So how can our listeners find you online? Right. I do have my website, uh, which is... Uh, ivadiagire.com just that's where I am but I'm quite active for example on Instagram this is something which uh, actually I quite like about these modern tools uh, the visual ones that I could uh, I can I can just uh, have my visual di diary and then my Instagram is very much of a visual diary mixed with my portfolio bits and I do um Actually, for my Insta, includes sometimes uh, poetry bits and so on. So it's uh, it's probably one of the most dynamic. On the website, I do have a very uh, clear selection of my works. Uh, definitely not all my work is just very, very selected. So it just presents the style to, to my potential clients. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Blazing. If you enjoyed the episode, remember to subscribe and rate and review us on your favorite streaming platform 